Welcome to the Fine Sisterhood Podcast, Unspoken Truth, where we shine a light on the beautiful messiness of life. Hi everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is Anna and Maria from the Fine Sister team and we are here today with Monica Mohammadi, <laughs> an amazing entrepreneur here in LA and the founder of Balloons and Blooms. And Monica, for everyone who has seen the photos or videos from our LA launch, she is the amazing brain and artist behind our flower wall and the balloon wall. So all of you that were at our launch party, um, you got this beautiful pictures with the balloon wall, and that is all thanks to Monica. So hi, Monica. Hi, how are you? <laughs> Good, how are you? Good. Thanks for joining us Thank today. you for having me. Uh, so today we wanted to talk to you about how um, you all got started, and we, so Maria and I, um, I remember a few weeks ago, we looked at your Instagram, and you shared a story how you went from um, foster care to now being a, a successful entrepreneur mm -hmm. and a mom yourself, mm -hmm. and so um, we thought that it was so powerful how you openly shared that, because a lot of times um, entrepreneurs just um, show the highlights of their lives and don't actually show all the struggle behind behind what they're building and how hard um, how hard it can be. And part of building Fine Sisterhood was that we wanted to highlight that a lot of times there is so much more work and pain and like there's a story behind behind people and we want those stories to be heard and shared more. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And so, yeah, we wanted to invite you here today and um, ask you to share however much or little you yeah. feel comfortable sharing. Um, how old were you when you um, got to foster care? So I was actually 16 when I left the house. Um, I went to go live with my sister, Michelle, because I was given the chance of deciding that. And then, um, yeah, after that, I tried out a year out in San Jose and it wasn't really for me. I missed all my friends, my sisters, because, you know, I'm um, there's five of us, including myself, five sisters. So I really missed all of them. So I decided to come back. It didn't work out. And then once I got back, I got into the foster system. Mm -hmm. And then once um, that happened, I went out to Beaumont High. I was in a foster home at Beaumont High. And then I graduated, and then I kind of did my own thing because I turned 18. Mm -hmm. So how was that entering foster care um, as a teenager? You know what? It's so crazy because I think about that. I think about this now. Like, um, at the time, I didn't understand. Because when you're young, you don't understand a lot of things. And you think you know everything. So <laughs> me being on my own, I just thought, you know what? I could do it. I think it'll be a better lifestyle for me because of what I was introduced to. So I decided to take the leap of to going to live with my older sister, Michelle, and so far away. That's like seven hours away. So um, it didn't work out. And then, you know, just it's it's a different lifestyle because I've I've been having to take care of myself since I was 16 years old. Um, so it's crazy. So it's, it's just really crazy. How often do you think about it now that you're a mom? Now that I'm a mom, honestly... Everything that's happened in my past, it's kind of molded me to who I am today. I feel like everything I've had endured, even with the bad jobs, with the bad things that have happened in my life, which a lot of crazy stuff has happened in my life, has molded me to who I am today. So it's so crazy because now I don't hold any resentment towards my mom, my dad, um, people who have hurt me. It's crazy because it kind of like I've been on this journey where it's like, like, I don't know. It's like I had an epiphany and it's just like, I just don't hold any anger towards anybody anymore. And it's just, it's just really got me to the place where I am at today. Mm -hmm. 
that's how I feel a lot of times that like all the hard things that happen to you makes you work even harder. Oh my God. <laughs> and it, it really makes you appreciate it. Like even with like um, being determined and um, trying to get to where you need to get to. Like back when I was like 25 years old, 20 years old, like it was so different. Like my mentality, you know, I had to have that bad job. I had to have those bad experiences for me to feel how it feels to be successful now to how it feels to feel right, how it feels to have that determination, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. I also think that entrepreneurs work differently. And we talk about that often in, in Fine Sistude because Maria, for example, is from Argentina. Um, Teresa is from Brazil. So, um, and Stefan is from Germany. I'm half Mexican, half Austrian. So we're all from like different parts of the world. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have that um, fallback that a lot of people have, right? Like most people have their, their parents. They have people they can fall back on. Mm -hmm. But if you don't have that, it makes you be a very different um, person, especially in your career, you use you, your you find resources. Yes, you have to be more resourceful, resources. and you also you have to hustle. And it's not even a, a oh you have to hustle because it's like it, it's fun and I want to be busy. But like I actually have to hustle to survive and pay rent mm -hmm, and buy mm -hmm, food for mm -hmm, my kids. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So like not having that option. Um, do you think that made your work like probably so much harder, right? So much harder because like my whole, like, I'm going to be completely honest. I spoke about this as well. Um, I've gotten into a relationship really young. That's actually my kid's father. And I literally was so blessed to have him because he actually helped. We got together at 17. So he's helped me a lot since I was younger to now. And I've always been financially dependent on a man. And it's so crazy because it just open more my eyes once this started happening for me because I used to work at Amazon I used to work at i10 I used to work all these jobs that I was barely making the minimum wage and now having what I have and the platform I have now it makes me more motivated because I want to show my daughter that you don't have to depend on anybody because I was so dependent on a man for so long which isn't bad it it isn't bad but at the time you know everyone it's just like man I wish I could be a little more you know like have a better job, um, financially support myself better, even for like the stay at home moms. Like, you know, we all wish that. And there was a point in my life, even when I was 17 years old, like he even bought my prom dress. Like, you know, like it's like the crazy things like that. And I now just, it just gives me more drive and determination to be better and just to do more and to actually own this company that I own and try to even expand to be even bigger, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a very young age to be going into a serious relationship where you rely on someone. Yeah. For a long time, yeah. Adrian, we've been together. It's going to be um, on August 11 years that we've been together. We have three kids together. Oh, oh you have God. three? How three old kids, are they? two girls, one boy. How old are they? Um, so it's 10-year-old, 8-year-old, which is Ava, that's with yeah. us today, and then my 2-year-old. Oh, wow. So <laughs> if you guys see that, like, it's so crazy because, like, I'm telling you, for this business, I've made everything possible to happen, even if it meant me taking my kids with me. And thank God I have a car where it has a TV and they're comfortable. <laughs> and, like, we make it work. We make it work, even though I'm exhausted and I still have to be a mom and I have to do all these things. I literally want this so bad. And, like I said, my past experiences has made me who I am today. Mm -hmm. And that's that's what makes me strive to do even better and, like, harder. I love that you're so open about that because obviously I also got with my husband now forever now. It's mm -hmm. almost like 13 years, 14 years. Mm -hmm. um, and I met him at a young age as well. So mm -hmm. he did give me a different platform to grow uh, mm -hmm. under like Lifestyle. with him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, 
But what are like the biggest challenges of, on going through that? Like uh, as far as like growing, like depending on a man and then now that you're like living your best life. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so you know what's so crazy? Life? It's uh, it, And then, like I said, we reach now in our relationship, we, we've reached a different platform. He does miss the Monica that had all the time in the world. Mm-hmm. He misses the Monica that was able to go party and go drink with our friends. Um, you know, and he... T- it's crazy because now who I am today, a girl, I'm always busy. Like it's all about work, 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 mom, mom, mom. Like mm-hmm. that's all. And it has hit a, sh- like, a like a, a debt in our relationship because he's just like, you're always too busy. You're always too working. But he does support my career. He sees how far I've gone. So we do have like arguments here and there. He goes, you don't have to work so much. You don't have to do this. You know, but I'm like, no, I need to. And that's how I grew so fast in one year. You know, everything that I've been doing. So yeah, it, that's a whole different story too, right? right? Yeah. Because <laughs> it, it, like it's the old you and then now the new you, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I'm very open about it. Like at first I was like kind of like, a shame because like obviously no woman wants to depend on a man but sometimes given some circumstances that we're given either if you know one parent has to go work right and then another parent has to stay home right it's just like sometimes we're just given some circumstances that we have to depend on a man it just is what it is and I know how it feels to just want something more you know and like not finishing college and all that stuff i'm like what am i even going to make of my life you know mm-hmm. but then god has a way of humbling you real quick you know and like he showed me so much it makes me uh, yeah he should just he just showed me so much and like he gave me this talent which i know the talent i have now and because of a, I've tried to be a photographer before, and that was like a fail business. I went to the arts <laughs> too. I got myself twenty thousand dollars in debt. I thought that was gonna be my 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 career, and then it it wasn't. I was devastated. Anyways, now moving on to balloons and blooms, it t- it just showed my talent, you know, mm-hmm. and it's just crazy. God has a way of showing your talent, and if you're really talented at something, and it's really your passion, and if you run with it, you could really make a career out of it. And that's what I've learned doing this. It's it's crazy. I'm really curious though how you found out that photography is not for you. If you don't mind sharing, <laughs> it's just you just know. You know, you just don't have an eye for it. But you know what? So every like I said, I could be crying that I'm twenty thousand dollars in debt. But by going to the arts too, it taught me like good like picture angles. All, so now it benefits me in my business for balloons and balloons because I do all the marketing myself, all through my iPhone or all through. A, camera and so it's crazy because look at that that bad experience that bad lesson I got something out of it so that's why it's so crazy that like even the littlest thing you could get something out of it you know yeah it's crazy it's honestly I feel like I've had an epiphany I'm about to be 28 um, this month oh my god July 16th is my birthday (laughs) happy birthday it's almost there (laughs) and it's just like crazy because like who I am now compared to who I was a few years ago oh man it's just two different people mentality and everything wise Mm -hmm. so do you want to tell us how you get started because i feel like a lot of times when we meet uh women and they care they want to start their own businesses they're like i don't even know how to get started and i don't Mm -hmm. like what do i have to do in order to start a business so how did you figure it out who taught you no one taught me and then let me so i have really bad add so i school never came easy to me i never in a million years think thought i would be even a business owner like nothing Honestly, if you really want something, you can make it happen, even if you're not the smartest person, because I'm sure not the smartest person. With creativity in my hands, I've always been talented at that, but with, like, 
trying to focus, even reading a book. Like, I'll try to make myself, but I'm always thinking like a thousand things. Like, even right now, talking to you guys, I'm thinking of this and this and this, what I need. It's my mind's everywhere, right? So I never even thought that I could even run a business or even own a business. And um, it's so crazy because if you really want to get started, you can. You just have to do the footwork. And let me tell you, when I first started, um, you know, my prices were way different. I had to do a lot of stuff for like free. Well, not really for free, but for like family and friends and like, you know, things like that. If you really want to do something like that, like you just have to do the footwork. It's going to take mm-hmm. a lot of determination and sacri- like sacrifices. So many. There's last year, I remember missing my birthday because I was working for BeautyCon. You know, there was there were so many things that I had to sacrifice. But if you do the footwork and you do what you need to do and give up going out, partying with your friends, drinking, all that stuff that we think are we're so comfortable in. Once you give that up, you could accomplish anything that you want. It's just a lot of people think they can't do it because they're comfortable in the spot that they're in. And it just takes footwork. Like, honestly, as long as you, you're, you know, motivated and you do what you need to do, you could accomplish anything. Mm-hmm. So how is it to give up on all of that if for a living you make parties look prettier? So you literally are at parties mm-hmm. your whole time, mm-hmm. your whole life now. Mm-hmm. But you can't go to parties anymore. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. How how is that? <laughs> but you know what? It's so crazy. It's a different type Maria of party. Maria feels now. bad for you. She's yeah, gonna no. throw you a party now. <laughs> no, I need to throw you a party. No, so it's just a party. Happy birthday party. Yes, fine sisterhood. Happy birthday, Monica so party. <laughs> no, you know what's so funny? Um, you know what? But it's a different type of party now. Like even when I did the fine sisterhood, right? That's a party, and I was able to enjoy it. I met women, um, inspiring. Just did you have churros? Oh, oh, it was so bomb. We took selfies. Uh, yes. So that's a different type of party. Like, my party, like, especially in my age group, was, like, going to the club, bottle service, Vegas, pool parties. Like, yeah, I could do that once in a while. Like, once once in a great while. But, like, I can't keep on doing that, like, every few months, every other month. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, now the parties I go to are more inspiring. And it's people that have the same mindset as me. That, like, even you guys. Like, right now... You, doing your app and like all that stuff, right? People that who are just, just want to get inspired and meet other people just like them, you know? And so it's like crazy because it's like two different parties. You know what I mean? It's way different. So I wonder how, if we can go back um, to your upbringing, how does that shape you as a mom? Let me just say this. So my dad came from Iran. So he had a very, very strict culture. And he came to America by himself, right? As a kid or as a grown-up? As a grown-up. Oh, okay. So, so he lived his whole life there. He, yeah, he lived his uh, whole life here, whole there in Iran. And he came here at, like, 21. And he didn't have any brothers here, cousins, nothing, right? And then my mom, she was born and raised in Colombia. She came here when she was, like, 20 years old. And she only had here just two sisters. So all my families are all over there. I don't really have a big family here. Um, now that I'm older, I understand their culture like I understand why they did certain things when they got here because like even for myself bad habits like I even have bad habits right that I'm gonna be like I'm gonna try to get rid of and it's it's just hard when you're when you're surrounded by that for so long of your life like it's hard to get rid of those bad habits so anyways fast forward um me being a child the things that they did I understand it with two different cultures and my mom depending on a man. My mom never worked. She's always dependent on my dad, you know. Now, Mian, as, a, as an adult, she kind of showed me of what I need to teach my my daughters. What I needed now that I have... She never had a son, but now I have my son. I need to teach my son how to be a man. What type of man he needs to be. Because we, for some reason, I feel like... I don't know, maybe it's just for me, but I feel like 
men have always had this pedestal, like they're the ones that need to work and then us women are the ones that need to be at home. And then if roles are vice versa, right? They look at as, well, why isn't the girl cooking? But she's working full time. And then the guy's staying home and watching the kids like my boyfriend now, right? It's like, well, you should still be cooking or you should still spend time with the kids or you, you know what I mean? But I'm like, but if it was reverse and he was working full time, I would be expected to stay home and do all that. And he, he, he rests when it's his day off, right? So they just really showed me, they showed me so much of what I didn't want to be. And even my boyfriend, he's so supportive. He stays at home full time with the kids. So when I'm gone, he's with the baby and like, he's okay with that. And I want to teach my son to be like that because, you know, with my parents, it was so different with the discipline, with um, even the simplest things with like wearing shorts to school or shaving our legs. Because my dad, the women are not supposed to do that. They're supposed to be covered from, you know, head to toe. So my dad was raised like this his whole life. And when he came to America, it's so different, you know, and. And it's so crazy because back then I resented my parents. I'd be like, it's not fair. I want I, I wish my dad and mom were more around. I wish I was living with my parents. I wish my parents were supporting me. But now being an adult and realizing how hard life can be and bad habits can be, I, I just, I, I forgive them. I don't hold nothing. So quick question about that and bad habits. How did you break the cycle of the bad habits and the upbringing and everything that, like, really you come with, not, like, a lot of, like, things that happen, so that makes you better and stronger, but how do you break the habit of, like, okay, what's happened in the past? Maybe my heart. I don't know. I don't have it in me to discipline Ava, my little <laughs> Ava, the way I got disciplined. I, I, I don't know. I just, I don't have it in my heart to do that. I would not do that. And um, I, don't, I don't know how I broke that bad habit. Maybe my heart, just who I am. I, I don't know. But I just, I want to give her a life where we travel and her experience the world. And when she turns 16, if she wants to study abroad with high school, like I could provide that to her. And just, I, you know, me knowing that feeling when I was a child and how I felt, I would never want her to feel that way. Because I got really lost for a long time, like, with raves and drugs and ecstasy and alcohol, diet pills, all these things to numb myself because of my past. And I was just so damaged. And I would never want her to go through that because of just, just because of the resources I didn't have. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't I that question is hard because I don't know how you break a bad habit. You just have to want it. Just like with my alcohol problem or my raving problem or when I was, like, addicted to diet pills. Like, you know, like, you just have to want it and want better for yourself. And you need to know that in order for you to have better, you have to have a clear state of mind. Anything that's altering your mind is evil. It's evil, and it, it changes your whole perspective of life. Once I did it the hard way, and because I had my son, he's two years old. I don't know if I told you guys, but I got diagnosed with OCD postpartum depression. Um, they wanted to put me on antidepressant pills. And I couldn't because I was breastfeeding. I breastfed him for two years. And so I didn't want to give up breastfeeding because of my OCD postpartum depression. It was crazy. I thought everything was going to kill him, right? Anyways, so, um, so for that whole year, I remember I had to fight it all by myself. Maybe God sent me that baby because he knew I needed that baby because that, that year changed my life. And for that whole year, I had to be in a very clean state. It's so crazy because even they normalize weed. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Let's be honest. Like anything that changes your state of mind is just not, it's not natural. It's not natural. Anyways, I gave up all that for a year and it was probably the hardest year of my life. 
but I came out of it as a better person. Do you know what I'm, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so interesting. So I had uh, postpartum depression with my first one and exact same story. They were like, this is all the meds you can take. And I was like, I'm breastfeeding. Can I still take them? They're like, no, well, no. you just have to stop and give formula. And I'm like, that's not going to happen. And like, I've never judged another mom for like, you know, fat is best, do whatever you do. But then I also, I got like kind of obsessed over it. I'm like, if I fail because I'm not happy and because I cry all the time and I'm already damaging her, the least I can do is at least give her breast milk. Mm -hmm. And so I obsessed over that. Girl, (laughs) me too. I obsessed. I felt like my antibodies in my milk needed my son. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Because I thought he was going to die. Like, literally the air that he was breathing, I thought he was going to die. And then he got this worst case of um, eczema, right, supposedly. Burns all over his body after his six-month shot. So that's a whole different story. He got these... Where I have pictures where it looks like someone burned him all over his body. And they diagnosed him with eczema. They said it's it's very normal or whatever. Um, I felt like he needed my breast milk more than ever. Like... It, it was obsessive. It yeah. was obsessive. But I think that's part of the whole postpartum. Right? I think so. Yeah. I really no. I think so. And like, it's like this is their medicine. Yes. Yes. And you're like, this is gold. Yeah, this is gold. <laughs> this is the one thing I have. <laughs> this is. It's it's so true. This yes, two years, two yeah. years. Everyone's like, why are you still breastfeeding? Yeah. I I I managed to go one year and then I stopped because I really wanted to get pregnant again and I I I luckily did. Um. But otherwise, I probably would have obsessed even longer. I was like, I just need to stop because I want the next one. And I had like this, again, obsession over the age gap that they have to have. Like it, that just it has to be like that. But I think that obsession is like part of it. And it's interesting because in my case, my company came out of that. Like that's when I started my company. And that's how I started my company. <laughs> yeah. Balloons and balloons. I literally, yeah, it, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's moms crazy. have superpowers. Yes. Like we can go super crazy and mental and we can also like, um, you know, come out of there. And I think that's a very, for me, that's a very, a, a woman thing that we do. Like we go through shit. Can I say shit? It's our podcast. Yes, you can. I can. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, yes, yes. Yes, you can. Uh, you know, you, you go through shit and you come out and on the other hand, uh, on the other end, stronger than ever and more determined than ever. And you're like, you know what? I got this. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I do think that's, you know, for me, it was also definitely the mental health issues and giving birth and just being a mom that I was like, if I can do this and I can handle this and I also have fucking gold coming out of my boobs yes. they like what else am I capable of I know yes it's, it's, yeah that's crazy so, so crazy. what advice if you can give one uh, piece of advice to someone who wants um, to start their company what's the one piece of advice that you wished you would have had when you started mm, I would say marketing yourself um, social media is everything nowadays. So that's how you're going to um, grow as a business. And don't be afraid to talk to people. Don't be afraid to do things alone. Because mm-hmm. I used to always depend on going out with my friends or like, I'm like, hey, I'm going here. Can you come with me? Or mm-hmm. I'm going to the mall. Can you come with me? It's crazy because all the people I've met have been when I went out of my comfort zone and I did things alone. Mm -hmm. So if you need to go to LA to buy supplies alone, go. If you need to go to a gala, I went to a gala by myself, go. Like (laughs) people think doing things by yourself is weird or people are going to look at you different. So I wish someone would give me that advice sooner that doing things alone is going to get you so much. Well, not doing things alone because sometimes you need a team. Like even with running a company, you need a team. I'm talking about like 
going out there and meeting people. Mm-hmm. Sometimes networking. doing yes, yeah. networking. It's so important. Those are the two advices I wish I was given earlier in when I had first started. That's funny. I always tell that everyone. I say, even if you just have an idea, you might as well just start an Instagram already. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have nothing to lose. Just get started. Get started. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell our listeners how they can find you? Um, my Instagram is Balloons and Blooms by Monica. And I am on Instagram. That's pretty much all my... That's I have other platforms, but it's just that's my main one. It's perfect. Much and you can also find her on... <laughs> Our website, our oh, Instagram, yeah. literally everywhere where you see beautiful flower walls and pink balloons. That is Monica. That's Monica. <laughs> Monica, thank you so much of for course. being here today. I really appreciate how open, open book you are and how, um, yeah, how amazing oh, you are. Thank you so you much for have. having yes. me. We're all I had so much fun. Here yes. today. <laughs> I had I so much you. fun. Yes. <laughs> I can't wait to come back. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> so. Well, thank you so much. Uh, and thank you to our listeners as well for tuning in. Uh, This is the Fine Sisterhood Podcast, Unspoken Truths. And for those of you who haven't already, you can download the Fine Sisterhood app for free in the App Store, Google Play Store, all over the world. Uh, And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast and please give us a rating. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye, Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye.